Hello and welcome to In the Know. This is your grateful host, Diane Schindler. This show brings to you writing tips, travel tips, and my views of life from savvy and thoughtful to quirky and humorous. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Diane. I'm coming to you from Madeira Island, Portugal, on Christmas Day, 2021. I have so much to tell you. And if I told you everything, this podcast would last mm, maybe four hours. So I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to me. If I did that, first of all, you'd drop me like a hot potato after 20 minutes. And you'd never come back. So I have decided to limit this podcast to three highlights that are happening in my life now. I have so many others, but these are three interesting highlights. I will call them the three M's. The first one is meditation. The second one, the second M is Madeira slash Monstrial. And the third one is my need to nest the three M's. Meditation. I talked to you about meditation on a number of occasions. One of the last times I chatted with you about it was was last year when I wrote my goals for 2021. And at the top of my list was meditation. I decided I was going to learn to meditate. I was going to meditate every year in 2020. Excuse me. I was going to meditate every single day in 2021. Now, before 2021, most of my life, I wanted to learn to meditate, and I never liked it. I didn't like it because they said, focus on your breathing. Well, when I focused on my breathing, I I breathed erratically. It just didn't feel natural to me. And or I had a hundred, a million thoughts going on in my head at once. And I couldn't concentrate on anything. Furthermore, I felt like I sucked at meditation. And I don't like to do things when I feel like a failure. You know, I just kept struggling. But last year, at this time, I had experienced a little bit of writer's block. And so I decided to meditate on that. And I was doing some guided meditations. It was fine with guided meditations. It was okay. I still had the thoughts. You know, I didn't focus on my breathing as much because I was listening to the, to the person talk about the imagery and all of that. But again, I decided that meditation was going to be one of my top goals. I began meditating, not only with guided imagery with regard to writer's block and creativity, but I happened to run across... The 21 Days of Abundance by Deepak Chopra. I thought, I'll do this. 21 Days of Meditation, because every day is a different meditation with a different message, and each meditation day will build upon the previous meditation day, instead of repeating these meditations all the time. So I began in March, almost every single day. And now some days... So sometimes I had to be somewhere in the morning 
and uh, I couldn't meditate until later. And I found out in those days I did not meditate. I was, I was kind of off balance. I really missed it. So I began to look forward to the meditation. Now, was I good at it? Some days I felt like I was okay. My breathing wasn't a problem, but I had a million thoughts all the time. A million thoughts all the time. You know, and the goal, I understand. Now, if you are a, a practicing meditator, <laughs> I could be off base here. And if I am, please write to me and tell me because I'm always learning. But it's my understanding when you meditate, the goal is to, to um, have no thoughts. And when you are meditating without thoughts, that's when you're meditating. The 21 days of abundance, every single day is a different mantra. So Deepak my friend Deepak says, you know, today is going to be about Dharma or today is going to be about detachment or today it's going to be about all possibilities. And he has a mantra for every single day, a different mantra. And so he says, focus on that mantra. So you say that mantra silently in your mind with effortless ease. And should something in the environment get your attention? Or should you be thinking about something else? Or, you, or should you have sensations in the body that get your attention? Just simply, simply, he says, just simply go back to repeat in your head that mantra. Well, that works for me pretty much. I don't have trouble with my breathing. I do have a lot of thoughts. Sometimes I don't have as many thoughts with Two weeks ago, I felt like, almost felt like I was going to sleep, and I, and I kind of jolted myself back, and I thought, wait a second, I'll bet you that was the moment that I was really going to be in the realm of meditation. <laughs> at least that's what I like to think, that I was just so close to so I think I'm getting better at this. I really do. I think I'm getting it. It's only been a year. Also, what's really important is that I'm on my fifth round of the 21 Days of Abundance. Now, there's two ways to look at that, being on the fifth round of the 21 Days of Abundance. One is I'm a damn slow learner. Or two, I am really committed. Now, look. My whole life, I have worked to stay healthy. I've exercised. I've eaten right. I've watched my diet, a little bit of wine here and there, but nothing over the top. Well, not much over the top. I've taken care of my skin and my hair and my nails and all of that. Well, isn't it about time that I took care of my mind, too? I've read, you know, I've read self-help books and I've read a lot of philosophy and all of that. But this meditation is my effort to spend time improving my concentration, improving my mind. So I'm happy to report I'm starting to get it, starting to get it. The second M is Madeira and Manchstil. Now, I hope that I pronounced that right, but let me start with Madeira. Now, you may know in 
August, I moved from Florida, Amelia Island, Florida, to Madeira. Madeira, I've been here many, many times, by the way. Madeira is a volcanic island 500 miles off the mainland. It's 38 miles long. It's got cliffs. It's got mountains, museums. It's got great food, great wine. It has boating and hiking, swimming, tennis, golf, paddleboarding, which I tried. Challenging, but I did it. And it's a great place to live and a great place to vacation. When I decided to get a residency in Portugal, I said I would start in Madeira and then I would move to the mainland, which brings me to Montreal. In November of this past November, Jan Carver, a great friend of mine from Florida, and I met in Lisbon because I thought I want to live in the city. And she and I tooled around Lisbon for four days looking for a community that might be perfect for me to live in. We met this woman, Anna from Mozambique, drove a little tuk-tuk. She'd been in Lisbon a long time, and we said to her, you know, Diane's looking for a place to live, and this is what she wants. Do you have any recommendations for communities? And she said yes, so she took us around all day, and she went to all these different communities. Uh, and explained why they would be good for me, and then she explained why she would live there. And it was wonderful. We loved the communities. We had a great time. Then the next day, we took the train to Sintra. It's as farthest west you can go in the Iberian Peninsula before dro dropping in the Atlantic Ocean. We spent you know, half a day in Sintra. We went to the castles, and then we had lunch, and we did a little shopping. We bought some beautiful scarves. And then we were on our way to Kashkash. I want to take a moment to bring you up to date on my writing. I published Claim Denied in June, last June. Now, that, that novel takes place in Pristina, Kosovo, where I served as a consultant to the American University of Kosovo for almost a year. I also taught writing to native Albanian speakers who worked for USAID. I drew from my time enhancing, of course, my experiences in Pristina, Kosovo. Now, I'm halfway through the second draft a sequel for Claim Denied. This mystery thriller takes place in a fictional town on the eastern shore of Virginia with lovable, quirky characters and not so lovable other characters who create more problems for Margot, our protagonist, and both Claim Denied and this new novel, and it has the working title of The Secrets of Selby. If you're interested in getting your copy of Claim Denied or the other novel, Just a Girl, or then my nonfiction book, The Essential Guide to a Life of Travel, the ABCs of an International Travel, you can get those at, at Amazon. I have a link in the show notes. The Kashkash community I had heard of many times. Anna, the tuk-tuk driver, had lived in Kashkash. What I heard about Kashkash is it's an incredibly beautiful community on the Iberian Peninsula, right next door to Sintra. And some people called it the Beverly Hills of Portugal, which does not interest me. 
but it was the place to live. It was the most expensive community in the Lisbon area. And it, and I thought I'm never gonna I'm never gonna live there because I don't want to go to the most expensive place. I don't want to live in Beverly Hills. I want to live in Portugal. We took a long taxi cab ride. We could have taken the short ride, but we wanted to go along and see more of Portugal. So we took this long ride. It's like an hour, hour and a half, I think. And as we were coming into Kashkash, down the mountain, so to speak, we could look over the cliffs and there was the water, the buildings and the architecture and the beach. My heart just soared. When I saw the waves crashing up against the cliffs, I thought, oh my gosh, this is spectacular. And Jan turned to me and said, oh my gosh, this is spectacular. <laughs> so, you know, she just confirmed the same thing I was thinking. And we rode down to Kashkash and we spent a few hours there. We walked all around, we went um, through the shops, and we looked at the water. We had dinner at a wonderful Indian restaurant where, my gosh, the, the food melted in my mouth and it was very spicy. I loved that. And the wine was great. And we checked out, you know, the little grocery stores and tried to see if this would be a place where I could live. And it was just beautiful in all kinds of ways. I didn't get a sense that it was Beverly Hills. I did get a sense that it was beautiful. I did get a bit of a sense that it was kind of expensive, but, you know, not so much. Jan went home, back to Florida. I came back to Madeira, and I thought, I'm going to go back to Kashkash. So a month later, in December, December 14th, I went back for seven days, and I stayed in an Airbnb in the historic district of Kashkash. I thought, I will find out for sure if this is where I want to live. I tooled around. I had dinner at that Indian restaurant. I met lots of people. I did a little shopping. And I also set up an appointments to look at five different apartments. But I didn't find anything in Kashkash. When I looked online for apartments... I didn't find anything in Kashkash, and so I was looking at this other community. I was told this this other community is also a lovely place to live. It's it's about you know it's sometimes it's a big community, so it could be walking distance or a ten minute train ride back to Kashkash. I mean, I love Kashkash because let me back back up for you. I found jazz, live jazz, in Kashkash. I mean, I'm pausing because I'm speechless to hear live music after so long. And, you know, in this pandemic, you just didn't hear it. And here it was, a grand piano, saxophone, and a woman singing. I stopped in and had a glass of five, it was five euros for a white duro. I was sitting there and I thought, gosh, it sounds like they're singing French, but it didn't wasn't exactly French, and so I asked the fellow at the bar, what, what language is it French? And he said, no, it's Brazilian Portuguese. You can take the girl out of Ohio, but you can't take Ohio out of the girl. And they were singing bossa nova and jazz. It wasn't anything, any jazz or bossa nova that I would recognize. You know, it wasn't 
the standards. It was very unique music. So boy, oh boy, that sold me about cash cash. However, I digress. Let me get back to Montreal. M-O-N-T-E, first word, second word, E-S-T-O-R-I-L. Now you look at that and I look at that and it's pronounced Monte Esterol, right? Wrong. Monte Esterol. This community is considered the Monte Carlo of Portugal. And the reason for that is because there's this big casino. Now I'm not in the neighborhood where they have the casino, but uh, there's a casino near the beach. The beach is incredible on the Iberian Peninsula. And this casino was where the first James Bond movie took place. So pretty cool, huh? This was the place that I was told it was just a lovely place to live. And this is where I found most apartments. And so I visited five apartments, five apartments with beautiful views and a beautiful community and the apartment they were horrible, horrible apartments. Meanwhile, my friend Sedalia, who lives in Lisbon now, said, you know, you ought to talk to my friend Manny. Manny, the agent friend of mine who got me my apartment in Lisbon, he can help you. So I talked to Manny from South Africa. He's adorable. And he took me around Montreal and it showed me everything that was good about Montreal. And uh, meanwhile, an apartment came up from one of my other agents. And he, he, Manny said, can I go with you to look at this apartment? And I said, yes. And so he picked me up. We met this woman to look at an apartment and it was crap. And Manny said, well, I knew it was crap, but I wanted to see what you thought about it. And I said, it's kind of crap. And he said, yes. He sat there with me and the, this agent, this other agent, her, her name happened to be Anna as well, not the tuk-tuk driver, but another Anna. And she said, there's another apartment coming up this afternoon. I have an appointment at 3 o'clock to show it, but if you want, I'll get you in there early. So we agreed. Manny and I went to lunch. He wouldn't let me buy him lunch. We went to this new apartment. Now note, Manny is not going to earn a dime. Anna, the agent who's showing me the apartment, is going to earn the money. And, the, and the, the apartment landlord will pay her. I don't pay her. And so Manny was doing this out of the goodness of his heart. We saw this apartment. <gasps> one bedroom, one bath. However, the kitchen is to die for. I guess I have to learn how to cook a little bit more. The bathroom is to die for. Very upscale and garage space and a big storage unit. Nice windows, good light. Manny told me in a most supportive and gentle way, he said, Diane, this is a great deal. Apartments are going sky high since the pandemic. It's just unbelievable and it's not going to stop. Now, so think about it overnight and I, you know, tell me if you want to talk about it. I said, nope, you know what? This apartment towers in beauty over anything that I've seen online or in person. So I made an offer, it was accepted, and I move in the 31st of December. So meditation, Madeira and Montreal. And now my need to nest the third M. Let me tell you quickly that 
this apartment that I've rented out for a year has no furniture. So when I arrive on the 31st of December, I will have not a stitch of furniture. And I won't have a stitch of furniture on the 1st of January either because it's a holiday. And the 2nd, I also will be without furniture because I couldn't get anything delivered until the 3rd. So maybe the 3rd I'll have a bed. Maybe the 3rd I will have a bed. I say maybe because, you know, Portuguese processes and bureaucracies are very difficile. So very difficult. So we're crossing our fingers on that. And the reason I mention that, it's a part of this third M, my need to nest. I didn't want to rent an apartment that had furniture because I have a need to nest. I have a need to make it my own space. Why? Look it. In January 2016, I sold everything. Everything I owned, my car, my house, my musical, my music studio, my art studio, I sold it all. And I started traveling the world with a medium-sized suitcase, my guitar, and a backpack. And for four years, I was a solo nomad, traveling, moving from one place to another, 46 countries in four years, usually two weeks to a month. Now, I did stay three months twice in Spain, in Oliva Beach, And I also stayed eight months in Pristina, Kosovo. But otherwise, I have moved and moved and moved and moved. After four years, I went back to Florida. I got stuck in the pandemic. And those 18 months, I thought, was going to be a month or two. And I so I never settled down because I knew I was leaving. After four years of traveling like a solo nomad with a backpack and a guitar and a a medium-sized suitcase, the travel bug was in my DNA. I had itchy feet the whole time I was Florida. I decided I would move to Portugal and I would find a home base and I would nest. So that's what I'm doing. I will travel as as COVID allows. Here I am. My dreams have come true. I am beyond excited. I'm over the moon. My meditation is improving. I'm moving to Machtadil, this wonderful community close to Cash Cash. Thank you so much for joining me on this last podcast for 2021. (sighs) I wish you the best 2022. I hope all your dreams come true. I look forward to seeing you next year. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to In The Know. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by subscribing and sharing it with your family and friends. You can like this episode, leave a comment, and even add a rating. Your support is very important to the success of In The Know. Thank you for listening and see you next time.